0: Hello, this is Amy Thompson, I'm the Dean of Enrollment at Loomis, and welcome to Genuine Admissions, our podcast where I have the opportunity to talk to many different people from around our Loomis-Chafee community about life on the island. Today, I am really excited to have with me four of our new students to Loomis-Chafee this fall in the class of 2025. We are recording this in February and I have to say, just in looking around the table at, uh, at our students, thinking about one year ago, and reading the applications of these incredible pelicans, um, two of whom I actually had the chance to interview last year, which was amazing, and now seeing them here in our office and as students on campus, um, and I certainly remember reading the applications of of Presley and and Ethan as well, and to have them here talking about their Loomis experience uh, with you today is just, um, it's it's such a wonderful thing to be able to do to hear about how the first six months have been going. So that's what we're going to do, and we'll take about, I don't know, 20 minutes or so to just talk a little bit about your experience so far. Does it sound good? Okay, great. So why don't we go ahead and get started? Um, I'm going to have everybody introduce themselves. Jack, you want to start?
1: Hi, I'm Jack. I'm a uh, day student from West Hartford. I'm part of a guitar ensemble, JV Hockey, and um, I uh, interviewed with Miss Thompson last year.
0: Yes, you did, and that went well.
1: um, Yeah. Because here you are. Yeah, I am. So I guess it went very well.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm Farah. I'm from Wilbraham, Mass, and um, I play JV field hockey and varsity swim on campus.
0: And Farah, I have to say, I have to give you a shout out. You also dance.
2: Yeah, I do also dance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know this because when we interviewed, we talked
3: about it, and then I got yep. to see you in the fall dance showcase. And yep, you were amazing.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Yeah.
3: Um, my name's Presley. I'm from South Norwalk, Connecticut. I live in Cutler Hall and I play varsity field hockey and varsity ice hockey. Excellent, thank you Presley.
4: Uh, Hello, Um, I'm Ethan. I'm a boarder from Los Angeles, California, and I'm currently in Kravis Hall. Uh, One club I'm a part of is the Confluence, which is our yearbook team.
0: Excellent, thank you. And, uh, you know, I think one of the things that you've already established is that it's not hard to get involved when you first come to Loomis Chafee. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But before we talk about how things have been going at Loomis, I would love to, for you to talk a little bit about how you got here, you know, how, to, how you decided to take this journey to a new school. Um, you know, I think it would be helpful for our students to hear a little bit about your own experience and looking at schools and why you decided to choose to come to Loomis during a time where it was really challenging to choose a school, Uh, especially for somebody like you, Ethan, who is from California and trying to choose Loomis Chafee. I mean, very, very challenging being from so far away. So I'd love to hear a little bit about that. So um, who would like to go first and share a little bit?
4: So I think the Loomis Chafee webinars definitely helped with deciding on like whether or not I wanted to come to Loomis in the first place. I heard about Loomis through um, one of my dad's mutual friends, and my dad also went to boarding school um, prior to this, so I was kind of exposed to the topic early on. However, I made the decision to come to Loomis um, because, mainly because of its writing program and also because I wanted to be a part of a tight-knit community, um, and yeah.
0: Excellent. And that writing program is something that is referenced a lot when we talk to families about how strong the writing program is at the school and also that tight-knit community. And uh, the fact that you were able to get a sense of that without actually being on the campus is, is great. I'm glad that the webinars were, were helpful to you in, in finding that out. And I'm seeing some nods around the table. Brasley, you wanna talk a little bit about, about your experience?
3: Yeah, so I would agree that the webinars were really helpful in getting a sense of what Loomis was like, but also for me, talking to coaches and people who already go to Loomis and just sensing how nice that they were and how easily they were an- able to answer all of my questions, I would say was really helpful for me. Did you
0: always know that you, that boarding school was something that you were interested in? Because one of the things Ethan was talking about was that he already had kind of been exposed to the idea of it through his dad. Is this something that um, your family had been talking about for a while, or was it something new? Tell us a little bit about how you came to that decision to even look at schools like ours.
3: Yeah. So my brother went to boarding school, too, for mm-hmm. five years, and so it was always kind of something that my family knew I was going to do, but it was really just rare, um, and playing hockey... It was um, really helpful to talk to coaches, and um, just their interest in me made me more interested in schools, and Loomis was one of my favorite ones, I guess.
0: Excellent. Great. And so just the draw of a strong athletic program and doing it in a boarding community and not having to kind of do that, you know, driving back and forth all over the place for practices and having everything right here and and all of that. Excellent. Okay. How about you, Farah?
2: yeah, um, I agree with Ethan. Um, the webinars were so helpful, especially if, especially because I couldn't like come to campus and get a tour because of COVID. So I, I really loved those webinars. They were so informative. And then I also had a few friends who went to Loomis, whose older siblings went to Loomis and are actually here right now. Mm. And so I was able to talk to them, you know, call them, Facetime, and they, they had such strong words of just admiration for mm-hmm. teachers, for the program. And that made me really seriously consider Loomis. And then, of course, on top of that, the webinars, I just was blown away by mm-hmm. how strong it was.
0: Excellent. Good. Good. And and uh, Jack, I know your your road was a little different because... You already had a sibling who is currently here. But, you know, one of the things I think that's important about to note about that is, and we were talking a little bit about this before the podcast, as many people, many listeners know, I've had three girls go here, um, is that just because you've got a member of your family who's attached to the school in some way doesn't necessarily mean that it's always the right fit for you. Sometimes you want to go your own path. And you were talking a little bit about that before.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, before I came to Loomis, I went to a, um, like a smaller day school, so that meant um, like smaller class sizes, kind of like rigorous academics, um, like like very good teachers who are obviously like passionate and kind of eager to do what they do. And I decided um, like going into high school, I wanted to kind of continue that. So um, just looking around Connecticut, I was looking at a couple of different high schools. But um, what really uh, made the decision for me was talking with my um, older brother, who's currently a junior, um, just hearing him talk about his friend groups, all like the sports he participated in, um, And just the overall atmosphere of Loomis really made me, like, decide, okay, this is a place I want to be. I feel like this would be the right fit for me. Mm -hmm. And um, since then, I haven't really regretted my decision.
0: That's good to know. (laughs) Excellent. So um, a few of you mentioned the idea of just just friends and community. And so I do want to talk a little bit about that, because it's always, you know, going to a new school is always a challenge in that regard. Um, You know, was it something that you were nervous about in terms of going to school for the first time?
3: start. So coming here, I was nervous because since never being in high school, you always hear about like um, upperclassmen and underclassmen and those differences. But once I got here, um, I made a lot of underclassmen friends, but also upperclassmen um, were really open and just like a great source and people to look up to. And I found that like here um, you have like the best of both worlds where you have people you can connect to your own age but then people you can look up to and still be friends with um, who are like seniors and stuff. And I didn't think that I would get that in some other places. So mm-hmm. I felt like that was a really good connection here mm-hmm. that I was yeah. nervous about. Yeah. Excellent. She was on the...
2: Yeah. Um, I definitely agree with Presley in saying like meeting people of like all different backgrounds, ages, etc. cetera. And um, that wasn't something that I necessarily had so much of like growing up. Mm-hmm. Um and so just coming to Loomis and seeing the diversity here and just how open people are and how people want to be your friend and how people want to learn from you and then you can learn from them. That was so like it, it just was eye opening to come here and to live in an atmosphere that encouraged that mm-hmm. um diversity and inclusion.
1: Um, yeah, <laughs> for me, it was definitely a bit of a transition, so I'm going from, like, a class size of 40 to a class size of, like, a couple hundred, mm-hmm. and that was really intimidating to me at first, and it was, it's kind of funny to think there was, like, a time when I was just worried about, like, knowing everyone's names mm-hmm. and, like, getting to know people, mm-hmm. um, but I find that you, like, find your groups and you find your people very quickly, um, through whatever it is, like, uh, I know I met a ton of people through, uh, third soccer in the fall, um, I would say that you kind of find your friends and your friends kind of find you almost and it makes the transition much easier for you mm-hmm,
0: definitely yeah and Ethan I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about that from kind of the boarding perspective and you know coming here and uh again you know leaving a I don't know if you're, the schools that you attended ahead of time before you came here were similar or different to what the other students have talked about but kind of then that transition until to living away from home and being far from home
4: Uh, Yeah, so I went to a really small school um, back in Los Angeles, and the transition was honestly made a lot easier um, because there are so many different types of people at Loomis that you can hang out with. And not only does this allow you to learn um, a ton of things, but it also really makes it easy to become friends. And I found a close group of friends probably within the first maybe week, actually, Mm -hmm. so and I mean, we've we're still friends, obviously. So it's been a great experience, and it's been made a lot easier by the opportunities. Yeah.
0: Did that surprise you at all?
4: Uh, not really. My dad told me uh, prior to this that boarding school opens up a lot of opportunities to to connect with people, and I think Loomis does a really good job of that um, from my experience. Um, mm-hmm. and,
0: Yeah. So um, so part of that is a little bit about just what it's like being in a dormitory or being in a residence hall and kind of the community that gets Mm. built there. Right. And whether or not that's, you know, Presley, you were talking a little bit about older students and like the role of the prefects or the role of the dorm faculty. And um, Jack, as a day student, that's not been exactly in your wheelhouse, but certainly the the advising system and having friends who are boarders and, and all of that is part of it as well. So I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about kind of that support network that's around you, um, whether it's advising, teaching, coaching, prefects, whoever that might be. Yeah. fair. Yeah.
2: So dorm life certainly was, uh, you know, helped me to, to get accommodated to this. And I, I haven't really lived in a dorm before, but prefects and, um, of course, dorm faculty, shout out to Miss Corman, have been <laughs> super great in kind of welcoming us and making sure that we felt at home in, in our dorms. And, um, I, I know coming to Loomis, I was a little worried about like the roommate situation mm-hmm. and, um, i I'm like best friends with my roommate now, mm-hmm. so it's easy to say that my concerns weren't exactly you know they mm-hmm. I don't regret um coming to Loomis and like applying for a roommate if mm-hmm. that makes sense, mm-hmm. but it's been so nice to have a community that will always support you that you can always go to mm-hmm. um prefect storm faculty um and just having that support network and knowing that they'll always have your back and mm-hmm. that you are always near them is so comforting, especially when you first get to Loomis. Mm
0: -hmm. Excellent. So, yeah, so that brings up a really good point because so many different people serve those roles. I'm wondering if each of you could think about an experience or a relationship or somebody who's in, who's in your corner at school and just, just talk a little bit about, you know, who that person might be for you. And I'm sure there's multiple. um,
1: Um, yeah, I can start, um, if everyone's okay with that. Um, and this is just kind of an opportunity to talk about uh, my awesome advisor, uh, Mr. O'Donnell. So, um, what I'm kind of th- uh, thinking about what it's like kind of going to visit him. I'm always a bit happier walking out of his office than I was when I came in. Um, because really, uh, he helps me so much just to rationalize what's happening. Because sometimes when you're in high school, it feels like everything's kind of flying by like at 100 miles per hour. And you don't really know like where to start or stop on certain things. And he just kind of sits me down, talks with me, and helps me rationalize um, what am I doing well, what do I need to work on, Mm -hmm. and really what comes next in my uh, experience at Loomis. And uh, he's just really been a big resource for me.
3: Um, Before coming to Loomis, I wasn't sure kind of what the role of an advisor plays, Um, but my advisor is Mrs. Murphy, and she helps me through so much. And just knowing that she's always there to talk, whether it's about school or sports or just anything i want she's always open to talk about it and um whether it's classes or like a sports game she'll always like be there to help you and text you about how you're doing or just check up on you and um that's nothing that i've really had before mm-hmm. um and it's just good to know that there's always an adult there that you can talk to like mm-hmm. any time of the day
4: miss lisinski uh, she has done a really good job of just checking in with me she always emphasizes um that like she's the person to go to and i mean that's truly what an advisor at loomis does is they just make sure that your transition into boarding school especially for freshmen is going uh, well um but i'd say equally as important is and i know i'm kind of going off topic or sorry off the question um a little bit but i think my chemistry teacher mr Chaudhary, has also really helped me mm-hmm. transition into um boarding school and high school in general, because uh, I, at first, like, b- going into boarding school, I, chemistry was probably my least favorite subject, and that that was because I really didn't have a, a good, un- or a strong understanding um, of it, mm-hmm. but I think he really does a great job of trying to um, make sure that you, you're set up with everything you need mm-hmm. to succeed, and mm-hmm. I think um, I th- there are definitely a, a lot of teachers at Loomis that do that, probably most, if not all of them, but I think he's... Also, he has a really great personality, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I think that's what kind of makes him uh, stand out. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Excellent. Yeah, and it just makes the point that... Sometimes you have a different relationship with teachers than yeah. you might have had in the past, also because it's a 24-7 community, right? And yeah. so people aren't always just leaving right after school. They're around. They Then they know you in, in multidimensional ways. So it's not just as your chemistry teacher, but it also are people who might fulfill different roles, certainly through the next four years here. Because somebody like Mr. Chaudry you know, if you have a relationship with him now, it's not like that then goes away next year. I mean, or in two years or three years. I mean, they're, they're always there and they're going to be cheering you on when you graduate just as loudly as the people who teach you when you're a senior, right? So, um, and that's true with the advisors too. You don't always keep the same advisor all four years. In fact, now, now we don't. We have a ninth grade advising system and then you change, right? And, um, and it just increases the number of adults who can provide support for you in the community over the long time that, you, that you're here. Um, so we talked a little bit about just transition and one of the things I think might be useful to talk a little bit about is academic transition. You know, you mentioned chemistry and, and, um, you know, it kind of leads us to the topic of how did it go? You know, is it kind of what you thought it was going to be? Was it harder? Was it easier? Was it, um... Anything in regards to kind of the balancing all of the different types of athletics and academics or activities or living in the dorm or making new friends and also dealing with the academic rigor. So I'm wondering if we could talk about that a little bit.
2: Upon coming to Loomis, I had already known that it was really challenging academically. And so I was kind of prepared to take on that challenge. But upon coming to Loomis, I think it it was like challenging to adjust to to the class schedule and to like the length of classes and just the schedule in general. But my teachers were all so great in accommodating and I've never really had that um, like office hours opportunity before where I could, um, I think this also happens because I'm a boarding student that I can meet them on campus after hours. But able to just discuss with them outside of school, make, um, you know, schedule meetings with them and that kind of stuff where they're just eager to make sure that you are doing well and that you are where you should be. Mm-hmm. And that has made the transition here so much easier than what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, just on top of that, like advisors, making sure that you're in the right classes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just all been so great. mm mm-hmm.
3: Um, I agree with that too. And I feel like it's really helpful to know that all teachers know how much work you have and um, just they're really flexible about what goes on um, during classes and your other classes and after school. And it just feels good to know that they have your back and like if you need less work or more time to build up something. um, And if you don't understand something, they will always figure out a time to meet with you, Um, and then from the athletic side, I would say, like, your coaches always have your back as well, Um, and if you have to skip something because you have too much work or you have to get something done, they will be okay with that, and they want to put you first Mm -hmm. in your, like, changes, and I would just say that that is really good. Mm -hmm. Mm
4: -hmm. One of the good things about boarding school is that you don't, um, just receive help from teachers during the, and your advisor during the school day, but you can also talk to like your prefects and your faculty, um, your dorm faculty um, at night or mm-hmm. I mean just whenever really. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's a great environment. Yeah,
0: yeah. And and Jack, as a day student, I mean you know you benefit from the fact that faculty live here too, right? Like as in um, I know that my girls, uh, you know, would oftentimes be able to catch someone at dinner if they were staying through practice and having a meeting or doing something after dinner they could they could stay and and still benefit from that so even though it's not the same with the prefects and stuff in the dormitories there's that whole kind of availability is something that's um that day students benefit from as well Mm
1: -hmm. yeah definitely and um that's what i've kind of loved about my experience personally you kind of get the both uh, best of both worlds Like there are times where I'm just completely exhausted from classes, social life, whatever, and I just feel the need to just get away for a bit and um, dependent on like if I can carpool or get a ride. That's usually the time when I get to go home and just spend some time by myself. But um, it's really reassuring to know, and uh, even then, like Loomis is still here. Like all the teachers are still available, whether I come back in in person or email. And um, all my friends are still gonna like be here um, when I come back.
0: Right, right. Exactly. And even just the responsiveness, right? That like we're a community that, you know, I remember one of the things that when I first started working here, uh, this was, this is the only boarding school I've worked at. I've done admissions and college guidance at other schools that were day schools and uh, amazing schools as well. But this was the first time where I would get emails from students at like 9 o'clock at night, and I would be surprised. Like, oh, you know, that's not something that I'm used to. And it was, of course, because students are in study hall, right? And and just the, the ebb and flow of kind of the way that our community works around these things is is I feel it's it's nice because it's more informal. It's not as much like, okay, you have to do this between this hour and this hour, and this is when I'm available, and that's it. You know, you can... I can grab a student walking through, um, you know, maybe after school when I'm, you know, when I'm walking the loop or something like that. And I can chat with my advisee uh, doing a walk around the loop at four o'clock. Um, and it's not weird. It's because we're living like, you know, it's a, it's a residential community where people are living. It doesn't seem so strange. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk a little bit about, we talked kind of about, did we talk about time management? I'm not sure if we talked about that at all. You want to talk a little bit about that? Was that a, Was that something to, you know, that was a, uh, something you had to learn or you felt pretty good about? Like, Vera, can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, so I already, I feel like I had, like, good time management skills, but coming to Loomis, it certainly was really difficult to manage athletics, social life, and um, academics without feeling kind of overwhelmed at certain points. Mm-hmm. Um But, I definitely think that the study hall block that we have is so useful, mm-hmm. especially when you're just arriving at Loomis as a freshman. Um, that study hall, 7.30 to 9.30, and just having two hours where I know everyone is going to be like quiet and mm-hmm. focused um, on their work, it just is perfect for time management and developing that skill. And then, of course, just the ability to always, I think this is, um, to always have the library or your mm-hmm. dorm or some kind of quiet space open for for doing work and just for sitting down and being able to focus is so helpful, mm-hmm. especially at a school that is academically challenging.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would uh, definitely agree with that. Um, I think I've always been like time efficient, meaning like when I'm when I'm with friends, I'm hanging out with friends. When I'm studying, I'm studying. What's really kind of tough in the first few weeks is finding like a divider, like uh like putting or kind of sorry, let's pause. Um uh kind of like saying yourself or forcing yourself, okay, uh now's the time where I need to go hang out with some of my friends. I haven't talked to them in a while, or um saying, okay, now I need to go and study. I have like a couple big uh like tests coming up. Um I would say that's definitely something you have to learn on your own. But mm-hmm. also uh mm-hmm. Loomis provides um opportunities to kind of help you out with that. Like um there's free periods built into your schedule, so that means you can either go hang out with friends or uh, study at that time. There are actual study hall blocks where you're in the library and it's very quiet during the day. And then, um, although I can't benefit from this since I'm a day student, I believe there's like a uh, like a uh, study hall at night, which is a couple of hours long.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah, and you know, and that kind of also leads to the question of weekends, right? And we get asked this question a lot. And maybe this was something that was on the forefront of your minds last year. I don't know. But like what happens on the weekends? Are people studying all weekend? Or there are actually activities to do? You know, how much of it is social? How much of it do you have to manage on your own time? I'm wondering if anybody could talk a little bit about that. Press, um,
3: I would say that weekends are pretty fun here. Um, one thing that me and my friends do every weekend is we're able to walk into the town of Windsor Um, and we usually just go and get breakfast and it takes like, it takes a good time out of your weekend, but you have a lot of fun and you're outside and you're doing something and, um, you can just like be in town and you see other people and it's just a great way to spend time with your friends. And then once you get back to campus, you have things to do once you get back from town and usually like plans develop by then and you're just, you get to see a lot of people throughout the weekend. Mm
2: Um, yeah, definitely agreeing with Presley Town is so great, um, even like seeing people in town. And then I know that there's like groups and clubs on campus that will plan things for weekends. And those are always really fun. Um, like you get I, I know we've had like hot chocolate uh, and ice skating mm-hmm. and um, we've had like Cinnabon in the dining hall and that kind of stuff. So on the weekends, you it, it's really fun to just like make plans with your friends and then go to these activities Um, And that's, I feel like that always takes up a lot of time on the weekends.
4: Also, there's also time to explore whatever hobbies you may have. I mean, it's pretty much two days without any class, so you have all that time. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, there's good downtime, too. I mean, we like to be a school that doesn't kind of, it's busy, and there's a lot going on, especially during the week, but um you know you need you need your sleep too and you need your downtime and the weekend is a good opportunity for that
1: I would say that um one of the fun parts about um like game days actually is uh Wednesdays and Saturdays are uh, game days for uh, most sports so that means on um Saturdays particularly if you have a um game like earlier in the day then that means uh, after it's over you can just uh go hang out with your friends whether it be in the snug um uh on a couple occasions I've uh walked into town with a few people uh after game days and just kinda hung out. And um that's another cool thing. Like I feel like everything just kind of connects at certain points. Like it's just convenient, like, oh yeah, I just finished with a soccer game or a hockey game. Like uh I can probably go hang out with some of my teammates now for like post game bonding.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. And then a good way to you know, to, to also just further that more informal relationship, right? Okay, so all of this has been incredibly informative uh, for the people who are listening. And speaking of the people who are listening, uh, probably a lot of accepted students and, and parents or guardians are listening to this right now. And I'm wondering... If you would have any particular pieces of advice for either students who are trying to decide uh, where to go to school next year or, um, or, or even for parents, you know, about kind of your how you've navigated that relationship, especially those of you who are boarding students, uh, being away from home, um, one way or another. Just things to think about as you're choosing schools and um, pieces of advice you might have.
1: I'll start off. I guess I start off with names. It's only natural. I start off with uh, the ending. But um, um, a piece of advice I would give is definitely um, when you're at least in the process of looking at high schools, um, take the time to look at a high school and putting like the prestigious names aside and all like the kind of. like, almost hype behind a high school, just think, where would I be happy? Mm -hmm. Like, that was the best piece of advice I was given when I was applying to Loomis, and it Mm -hmm. really hasn't failed me yet, so.
0: It is excellent advice, yes, absolutely. And, um, going off of
2: what Jack said, like, thinking about your priorities and what you want out of your high school experience, and thinking about, like, oh, do, do I feel like I would be supported at this school, and, um, do I feel like I would have friends at this school and kind of like seeing is the personality and the atmosphere of the school someplace where I think I would fit in. And I think that was the biggest concern I had and also the thing I'm most happy with for Loomis. Mm-hmm. And immediately upon seeing Loomis, that's, I felt like I would fit in and I, I feel like I do. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the biggest reason why I'm so happy here.
0: Excellent. And as as somebody who met you at the beginning of the process, I'm so happy to hear that. And I do think that we, in admissions, try to look for that, right? We try to look for people who we think will be a good fit with the culture. And I'm seeing a lot of nods around the table about that whole idea about find the place that feels right, right? Other thoughts?
4: In general, I think as mentioned earlier, it's really important to, like, highlight Things you want to like get out of your high school experience, but also highlight um, at the same time the strengths of each of the schools that um, I guess you've been accepted to and going from there. Like, for example, Loomis, the writing program, um, also like a really strong athletics curriculum, et cetera. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually like looking at it almost factually as well. Right. It's a balance of both. Mm Mhm. Yep. Presley is nodding and smiling as in, yes, everything that was previously said, I completely agree with. Um, And anybody have any last pieces of advice for those parents out there who are trying to figure out, should I let my child go to boarding school?
3: Um, I would say that they're going to be really happy. And although it's a really hard adjustment to make at first, like being – gone and not at home and maybe not seeing your child or not seeing your parents as much as you do, um, that they're really supported and there's always people that you can talk to. And um, I know like for myself, I FaceTime and text my mom a lot and just like knowing that um, we're still communicating and there's not a lot of time throughout the day to be like, oh, I like, really wish I was home or miss my parents because you're stuck in like these habits and you're really busy and you're always with people, that there's not a lot of time to like think about missing home. And then at night, you do have the opportunity to spend time and um, maybe just like call or think about um, like home or something. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so if you don't hear from your child, <laughs> don't worry. Yeah. It's because they're happy and busy. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Okay.
2: Yeah, and Loomis does a really great job of making sure parents are integrated into their into their child's life, even when they come to the island. Because, I I feel like my parents were also definitely worried, like, oh, we won't be able to talk to Farah, or she's like not gonna call us all the time, and. Um, I talk to them every day and they're here for like if, like the parents, mm-hmm. parents' weekend and that kind of stuff. So they constantly are getting newsletters and emails and they constantly know what's going on in my life. And I think that Loomis makes it really easy for parents to still be involved mm-hmm. from afar, even if their kids are living on campus.
4: I want to emphasize that usually, at least from my experience, I've gone much closer with my parents as a result of going away. Mm -hmm. um, Because it makes you kind of realize all the things you've taken for granted. And Mm. like I've said, or sorry, not like I've said, uh, like uh, Farah has said, um, there are many opportunities to see your parents. Um, I think there's almost a break, at least until the spring term, like almost every month. So Mm -hmm. this goes for not only parents, but students as well. Don't feel like you're going to get homesick Mm -hmm. um and
0: yeah there's opportunities to go home it's not forever and i guess the that i will wrap up by saying so parents if you want your kids to appreciate you send them to boarding school uh okay all right well this has been a great Conversation and I only wish that we were filming so that everybody could see all the nods that are going on as as every student is sharing their experience. There's a lot of themes here regarding, um, I think, just how well everybody has integrated into Loomis Chafee. And I have to say, in full disclosure, I just randomly emailed you all and said, Would you like to come talk about your experience? And you all said, Yes, I would love to. And, and you know, we didn't, we didn't prep this ahead of time. You know, it's we had a very genuine conversation. And I just want to say from the admission side of things how gratifying it is to hear that the first six months have gone so well so thank you so much thank you so much for being willing to share those experiences and share some advice uh having having done your this journey yourselves um and we really appreciate your coming in so thank you team and for everyone out there this has been genuine admissions this is amy thompson and thank you for listening